0: Habitshare is an app that I use every day. If you're not using Habitshare, go ahead and install it, iOS or Android. It's free. It's one of my go-to favorite apps that I use to create and track habits each day that you just read on your phone on Habitshare that basically say your self-talk statements. And what that's going to do is that's going to train the positive voice inside your head. The neutral voice inside your head and you're going to be feeding the positive and the neutral and starving the negative which is what we want to try to do full disclosure habit share is not a financial supporter of this podcast but it's a great app that i use daily and i just want to share it with you now on to today's episode This is the Resilience Podcast, 363. I'm Cecil Ledesma, recording live from Austin, Texas. It's so beautiful here. It's Sunday, June 12th. The insights on resilience that I shared in the previous episode are often old because resilience is a virtue as old as human existence. Since the beginning of recorded history, people have recognized it as essential to human flourishing. For at least 3,000 years, people have been thinking and learning about how we become resilient, how we make ourselves, our children, our families, our units, our communities stronger and wiser as we move through pain and hardship. And lately, All you have to do is turn the TV on and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. A lot of this then will strike you as common sense. But that's the nature of common sense. It's built from ideas that have stood time's test. These ideas are accessible to all of us and they live from one generation to the next. What worked for Military teams, the SEAL teams, what works for Olympic athletes, what worked for the Greeks 2,500 years ago, much of it is the same stuff, directed at the same human questions. How do you focus your mind, control your stress, and excel under pressure? How do you work through fear and build courage? How do you overcome defeat? And rise above obstacles? How do you adapt to adversity? These are universal questions. Everyone has to answer them. We answer them with practical wisdom, and the wisdom surrounds us. It is embedded in our language, our art, our literature, our philosophy, our history, our religion. But In an age of distraction, we've lost touch with practical wisdom. Our wealth of common sense fails to become common practice. For this generation and the next, I have to remind ourselves and teach our children that human beings can turn hardship into wisdom because we are born with a capacity for resilience. And we can make ourselves more resilient through practice. To be resilient, to build a full and meaningful life of strength, wisdom, and joy is not easy. But it's not complicated. And we can all do it. To get there, it's not enough to want to be resilient or to think about being resilient. We have to choose to live A resilient life. When we're struggling, we don't need a book in our hands. We need the right words in our minds. When things are tough, a mantra does more good than a manifesto. When we're struggling, it feels very personal, like the pain I'm experiencing was customized exclusively just for me. So how in the world can anyone understand what I'm going through? Heck, I get it. However, when we acknowledge our common humanity, we remember that feelings of inadequacy and disappointment are shared by all. This is what distinguishes self-compassion from self-pity. Whereas self-pity says, poor me, self-compassion remembers that everyone suffers. And it offers comfort because everyone is human. The pain I feel in difficult times is the same pain you feel in difficult times. The triggers are different. The circumstances are different. The degree of pain is different but the process is the same. What if we slow down and appreciated our sameness, appreciated the fact that we're all in this together, appreciate the fact that we share a common humanity. And on that note, if you find anything of value here, make it yours. The value isn't that a a particular person said it or wrote it, but that you can use it. So as these words come across, think about your own life. The point, after all, is not just to hear. The point is to listen in a way that leads to better thinking. And to think in a way that leads to taking action that leads to better living. We all need resilience to live a fulfilling life, to be more prepared to take on challenges, to develop our talents, skills, and abilities so that you can live with more purpose, on purpose, with intention and more joy. I look forward to walking with you on this path. I'm ready Remember that we can do hard things. From the Resilience Podcast, thanks so much for listening. See you real soon. Hey, I'll see you next time, and thank you so much for tuning in. That about wraps it up. But before you jump off, two quick things, actually, uh, three. One. I've always wanted to author the conversation on resilience and mental health because as a very proud Navy father, these topics affect me personally. And as you go about your day, be sensitive and be kind always for everyone you meet is fighting a battle you probably know nothing about. Your life is a gift and it's precious to me. And thank you so much for being a part of this community. And I'm not quite sure how you landed on this podcast, it doesn't matter to me. The fact that we're all in this together and that we can have a conversation is amazing. I feel very honored to be in your ears right now and that you spent a portion of your morning, noon, or night with me. And whether this is the first podcast you've listened to or you've been a loyal listener, I just want to say thank you. And last, please, I would be honored if you checked out my website at cecilledesma.com. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. You can follow me on Twitter at Cecil Ledesma. Peace.